When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. State decision makers and taxpayers want to know if dollars invested is working for Wisconsin. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. One of the projects we're keeping an eye on is the UW Dairy Innovation Hub. Dr. Tara Montgomery is a dairy and animal science professor at UW-Platteville. She's also the campus liaison for the Dairy Innovation Hub. As we start 2022 and a new semester, what is Platteville looking forward to from the Hub Funds? Well, we're looking at hiring a new faculty member. So we've hired three so far. Um, and in each of the areas that we've hired, we have, it's, it's been a, an area that we've been interested in for a long time. And going forward with our new faculty hire, we're looking at dairy business development. So as we're creating Pioneer Suites and as we're developing our Pioneer, or excuse me, our dairy plant out at Pioneer Farm, we want somebody that can come in and help the industry see okay what would it take for them to be able to create something similar or what are some of the interesting ideas that people have what else can we do with milk and I think that's the other thing that we're really excited about is because at Platteville we're fairly small relatively speaking we have engaged folks from all across campus political science sociology um, engineering we're looking at working with our human health and um, human sorry, health and human performance <laughs> faculty members. Um, they want to, you know, serve chocolate milk to our athletes and, and see what that does. There's so much research that still needs to be done in those areas. So it's kind of exciting that it's not just animal and dairy science faculty. It's not just food science faculty. It's everybody on campus is excited about what the Dairy Innovation Hub means for um, projects. And mo- most of our students are rural. So whether they came from a farm or their grandparents came from a farm or whatever, it's, it's part of who they are. Um, and we wanna make sure that our rural communities are staying thriving and dairy industry is a big part of that. Yeah, and you know, you've also made some improvements on the dairy side, um, bringing in new equipment and bringing in again, the robotic milkers. Um, give me a rundown on that action. So we, um, back in, it was before I got here, but in 2006, we had our new barn start up and we had robots there. So we were the only university that had robots um, in terms of the UW schools, and we were very excited about that. Um, and we had some challenges with those robots, and so they had to be shut down within just a couple of years, and then we just didn't have it running for a while. And that caused some real strain on our parlor, which was not designed to have our whole herd milk through it. And so then uh, once the Dairy Innovation Hub came along and we had researchers that were really interested in that kind of technology, we decided it was time to reinvest. And so last year, uh, it's hard to say last year already, but in June of 2021, we milked our first cows through the robots. We have two Lely A5 astronauts and it's amazing. It's really cool. It's great student learning experience, but also to be able to have folks come from the community, especially folks who aren't familiar with the dairy industry or aren't really sure what does it mean for a robot to milk a cow? They have something in their head, what that means, but then to actually see it and to see how calm the cows are and how excited they are to come through the machine. 
um, and then to see the data come flowing, it's just really, really fascinating. So we've had some partnerships with um, our new major in cybersecurity and our new major in data science who are super excited to bring their students out to the farm and say, what are we going to do to help the dairy industry when it comes to cybersecurity and data science? Um, and then the other fascinating thing is to be able to pull individual cow's milk to be able to do something specific with that. So we feed her an individual diet, pull her milk after she's come through the robot, and maybe make a specialty cheese, you know, Bessie's specialty cheese or something yeah. like that. Those are the kinds of things that we're looking forward to doing that hopefully is going to be a unique opportunity for our students um, and the community. I want to know specifically what the new faculty hires will be working on. So um, two years ago, when we first got up and running, we did our first Zoom interviews, you know, so we went through the pandemic and we said, we still want to hire these faculty. The Innovation Hub funding was brand new. Um, we put all, all of this money and all of these ideas and then all of a sudden the pandemic hit and we decided to push through. And so we hired a faculty member in ruminant nutrition. And so Dr. Ryan Prowley, he is working with the robots and he's also working with um, transition cows. So looking at how we can do a better job of feeding our transition cows so that they're healthier as they come into lactation and make it through their entire lactation. Um, and then we hired Dr. Joe Sanford, who is an agriculture and biological um, systems engineer. We've never had one of those on campus as a faculty member. And so he's looking at wastewater management. He's looking at adding biochar to our systems um, and just doing really exciting work from the land and water stewardship um, perspective. And then we hired our first dairy food scientist this last year. Dr. Zifan Wan is looking at um, value-added products, and she's also looking at um, non-thermal cold plasma processing. <laughs> so being able to try to figure out how to keep our food safer for longer without having to necessarily always use heat-treated technologies. So these updates, these new faculty hires, these new research projects, is this something that have you seen it attract grad students or do you think it's attracting undergrads? I think it is um, attracting some undergrads. I think this, the new things that we're doing, part of it, it's always interesting. You get all these ideas and that attracts interest. So we had some ideas previous to us, you know, having the Dairy Innovation Hub be able to come to fruition. Being in those conversations, we said whether the DIH happens or not, we're going to move forward with some of these things. And then that just got everybody excited, especially in the legislature, that we were going to be doing something, that the state was not just sitting on its laurels. We were going to actually move forward regardless. But this funding has been transformative. I mean, it is amazing what more we can do with the funding, especially as we look at students from across campus. Because now suddenly we have students who are looking at the dairy industry as a real possibility. Before they were like, well, you know, I'm not sure if I want to stay at home. I don't know if I want to stay rural. And then suddenly they realize that they can be an engineer at a cheese factory, stay wherever home is for them, and still make a, a difference in their community. And I think that that's probably one of the things that's been the most exciting. We haven't necessarily gained a lot of dairy science students. However, we've gained a lot of interest in the dairy industry from students from across campus, and that's starting to make a difference because those research projects are making a difference in ways that I didn't even know existed when we first started. Right, and I think it's it's welcome news to hear that you guys are building that pipeline of our next rural community leaders in agriculture. And that leads me to my next question of how you guys are doing with labor on the dairy. 
Well, we have the benefit of having robots now. <laughs> so half of our herd is milked um, in robots. And there was a lot of conversation, a lot of interest in maybe whether we should put robots in and do that entirely. But it was really important for us to be able to have students still put their hands on cows. Um, whether they're coming from a dairy or not, we still have a lot of students who are learning by the process of going and interacting with those cows. Animal welfare is still in, is still something that we need to be concerned about, and so we didn't want to just put robots out there and kind of have students walk away going, well, the robot can take care of it. We want to be able to have that interaction, and so we've been making changes um, on the calf side. We're looking at doing some new things with our heifers. And then on the cow side, it's really been interesting to see how the students realize that just because we have robots doesn't mean we actually have less work, it's just different work. And so they're able to pay more attention to how we're feeding the cows or what we're doing with the calves and things like that as the cows on the robot side are milking themselves. And just overall, how have prices been? Any challenges just in the general supply chain? Because even though you're a university farm, you you are a farm and you have to operate like any commercial farm in Wisconsin. Give us a, I uh, guess, the outlook on, on that front. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, we're not really subsidized. Pioneer Farm still has to, you know, maintain as much as we can in the black um, it is a teaching farm, and so we want to have it available for students to learn from. But we also do research out there. Um, I think the, probably the most interesting thing that's happened over the last year is um, feed prices and just not necessarily thinking through, you know, how many heifers do we have compared to how much feed is coming in and what are we feeding our lactating cows and some of those kinds of things. So it's been a struggle this last year. We're making some changes. We genomically test our herd, and so the students are helping us figure out which heifers we might want to keep and which ones we might want to not keep. Um, we've got some really good animals, and so that's also good for them to have that real world experience of you don't have to keep every heifer and what does that look like and and doing some of the financial um, analysis in addition to the genomic analysis so that when we look at our feed we can say that our animal inventory is matching our feed inventory so that our bottom line looks a little bit uh, cleaner. And then, you know, just like I'm here with you today talking about, you know, what's going on with the Dairy Hub, our lawmakers, the folks that invested in the Dairy Hub, they are also curious as what's going on, uh, what you guys had to report back in terms of success. What do you have to report to, to tell Wisconsin that the Dairy Hub is working for them? Well, I mean, I, th I think one of the things that's exciting is, you know, um, Senator Mark Line and Representative Trannel, they're in our district, <laughs> and so um, they've been a big part of the story that we've been telling um, from the beginning, which is exciting. So our job is to help give them these success stories so that they can pass that on to the rest of the legislature um, so that they can say, okay, this is something that's still worth funding. I, I think the fact that we're making a difference all across campus, that it's not just something that's happening in agriculture but we're affecting engineering. We're looking at how to do things more safely. We're looking at what is policy, what should policy look like? You know, our political science and sociology professors who are saying this is affecting our rural communities, but what are they actually saying? So they're going out and they're talking to people and saying, what are they saying? It's not just something that it's, it's a, well, we know best because we're, you know, dairy scientists or something like that. We're actually talking to people, but doing it from a research um, and, um, a data-driven perspective. So I think that's really helpful because then they get that information and that's information that they can use to make better decisions at the state level. But I also think just showing that Wisconsin, showing to other states that Wisconsin is serious about their dairy industry is making a difference. So as faculty, when I travel with students 
or talk to faculty from other states, they're a little bit jealous of the Dairy Innovation Hub and what Wisconsin's doing to really show that we support um, not just what we've been doing, but the future. So the fact that we're no longer focusing just on milk production, but our land and on our people and on our human nutrition. What are we doing with milk? How can we do that better? You know, all of those kinds of things, in addition to caring about the animals like we always have. That's Tara Montgomery, a dairy and animal science professor at UW-Platteville and the campus liaison for the Dairy Innovation Hub. She never did tell me how I could get involved in that chocolate milk study. I'll have to perform my own study at home. But she did tell me I could visit the new ice cream venture Pioneer Sweets at UW-Platteville anytime I want. You can learn more about that online. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.